Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for joining us for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Plenty happening, not only here in New South Wales, but also south of the border uh, with the Country Cups series really starting to heat up in Victoria and plenty of New South Wales interest in many of those races as well. Shepparton this weekend is the key feature race before Ballarat takes a spotlight next weekend. Then we'll have a a week's buffer from Country Cups action. Still a really uh, good Saturday night of racing at Milton to split Ballarat and what will be the Hunter Cup the first Saturday in February. We had Bathurst last night and we've got Penrith to look forward to this evening. Eight races tonight at Penrith and the first there gets underway at 6.19. A few markets are available with tab for uh, the weekend as well when it comes to that Shepparton and Gold Cup. I cast no shadow. The last start into Dominion champ has been 210 into 190. Did brush 180. Cranbourne quite popular. First up for David Aiken across from New Zealand. Six into 440. Majestic Cruise has been easy as has Sicario at Max Delight next best. And even Art Tudor again representing New South Wales comes up with the inside alley. And the fast class on Saturday night at Menangle features a return of Spirit of St. Louis. He's been the even money favourite right throughout betting. Max Shard the stable mate on the second line stingray tara and the black prince just in behind them yesterday afternoon we had fields come through uh, for sunday evenings tamworth card and this year there'll be five heats of the golden guitar stage so one two to progress through to that final uh, next Friday night of $40,000. So high stakes indeed, but five heats of the Golden Guitar to be staged on Sunday evening at Tamworth. As mentioned, we head to Penrith this evening and Camros has two good chances there as well as uh, a bit happening in the stable. And I thought it was a good time to catch up with Cam and get a little bit of an update on a few of the uh, stable stars as well. Thanks for your time this morning, Cam. How are you? Morning, Brittany. How are you? Very well, thank you. Let's discuss uh, a few of the uh, the stable faves, I guess, first before we dive into tonight's Penrith card. You had a really good season last year. Group 1 success with Steno. Where's she at at the moment? Uh, so she's still currently in the paddock. She's had, uh, since she returned from Victoria, she's probably had about six or eight weeks off, I think. Um, so we're probably just going to give her at least another month off in the paddock and, and not rush her back. And she had a pretty big three-year-old season. Um, from Queensland to Victoria and then obviously here in New South Wales. So she's having a good spell. I seen her last week and she looked pretty happy and content in the paddock. So she's, uh, yeah, she's still out in the paddock for another month or so. So you've obviously made a conscious decision to miss the Sydney Carnival, miss the Ladyship Mile. Are there any mid-season targets that you're looking towards? Is Queensland another option or, or what are your plans at this stage? Uh, yeah, I just thought she probably... Um, she probably just showed us that she'd probably had enough by the end of her year last year and and the Sydney Carnival comes around quite quickly and I just sort of thought she hadn't probably had a good spell at all as a three-year-old, just a freshen up here and there. So, um, I mean, the money is great on offer here in Sydney in the next couple of months for the mayors, but, um, yeah, long-term plans, probably we could miss this one and, and we could come back next year for it. So, um, yeah, obviously she'll have some time off and we'll target something maybe later in the year. Uh, yeah, Queensland in winter is always um, a nice place to be. So, um, yeah, potentially um, uh, take a little team up there. 
What about the now three-year-old Peaceful? She was fantastic at the back end of the year, just going down uh, in that Breeders' Challenge final. But she had really three-year-old written all over her last season. So you must be looking forward to this year. Where's she at? Uh, yeah, so she's back in the stable. I actually um, track worked her this morning. So that was the second time she's um, had a look at the big track here at Menangle. But she's probably... Um, I was probably going to look to trial her before the end of the month. She's um, she, she had a month or so off after the Breeders' Challenge and we skipped to go to Victoria for the Breeders' Crown. So she had a bit of a break then. Um, and, and she's been back in the stable now for um, a, at least a month or two. So um, she looks... Uh, a million dollars and she um, she trained quite well this morning so um, yeah she'll be on target for obviously um, New South Wales Oaks sort of at the end of February so she's still got a little bit of time up her sleeve but I, I would like to get her to the trials at least um, before the end of this month and then probably find a race or two before they um, before that series starts. You mentioned that she looks great. Has she developed to your eye? She was such a big girl already. She probably looked as though she had some filling out to do, or did she grow even taller in her time out? Uh, no, I think she's definitely gotten stronger. I think she probably needed that bit of a break after that. She was quite, yeah, she's quite tall and she's quite athletic looking, but at the same time, she was, yeah, she was quite immature. Um, I think her talent took her a long way, and she wasn't really race hard fit and and, um, and race ready I don't think so the time off's done her very well I don't think she's grown any taller but she's definitely wider and stronger and all the work she's done this time in she um, she does give me the feel that she's probably uh, a bit more of a racehorse this time in and she's she's a bit stronger so fingers crossed the break's done her well she's had a bit of time off to <coughs> grow and develop and, and yeah she comes back as a um, she probably always showed us that she was probably going to be uh, hopefully a better three-year-old just with a bit of growing and developing her. You've had great success the last two seasons with those fillies as two-year-olds. Do you have any young horses in the stable this year? Is anything uh, shaping up early on in the season? Or is it, I guess, both of these fillies probably showed that uh, the longer season helped them both. So uh, what is it looking like juvenile-wise for you this year? Uh, yeah, so I've been lucky. We've had, uh, I've had two fillies from Bernie and Diane. Uh, obviously Steno and Peaceful and this year we've got two Colts so uh, I've actually uh, a track worked Peaceful's half brother so it's a uh, it's just turned two year old art major Colt out of Frith so um, he is a uh, exceptionally bred horse and, and beautiful looking type and um, he's coming along quite nicely I was um, if everything goes to plan they'll probably go to the green trials and educations um, maybe next week here at Menangle, and then um, and then we'll look to probably find a race or two for him, uh, sort of in the next month or so. Maybe while the carnival's on, uh, if there's a few two-year-old races. But he is, um, yeah, he's a he's a really nice horse, and um, I think anyone would be quite lucky to have him in his in their stable. So he's um, he, he, uh, he he's exciting and something to look at. Is he Bathurst eligible? Uh, I don't think he is. I think he's APG. And then obviously Breeders Challenge and Breeders Crown. Um, I don't think he is Bathurst eligible, um, so yeah, he, he doesn't have to be ready for that. But he's up and going, and he's he's done everything right so far. So uh, he might be one that could have a couple of starts early and then go out again, and then and then come back for the later part of the year. Is he named yet? Uh, his name's Dashing. Um, okay. So I'm not sure where that's come from. I know Peaceful. Um, it's from Frith. I think it's Frith's Latin for peace or harmony or something. So 
Um, uh, that's where she got her name from, but I'm not sure about him. I'll have to ask Bernie and Diane. All right, well, we'll jot down dashing into the Black Book and wait to see uh, him show up at the trials over the next few weeks. Tonight, you've got the two starters race number three. Betty's last goes around here and has her third run for your stable. A good first up win. What did you make of her last start performance? Uh, yeah, she was pretty good. It was a bit of a funny run race, and she um, she just went back. And we all know once you go back at Penrith over a mile, it's quite hard. And, and then, um, yeah, there was a few moves, and she just sort of got shuffled back a bit. But she ran the fastest third quarter in her sectionals last week down the back, and she was three and four wide. And, and Jack said that she hit the line quite strong. So um, with a bit of luck tonight and obviously the better draw, um, I think she could probably um, go pretty close. She's um, she's trained on well since then, so... Um, yeah, hopefully she's thereabouts. She showed good gate speed at her first run for you. You obviously took uh, the cautious approach last week from the wide gate to head back. How do uh, you think she'll be best driven tonight? No, I think we're going to take advantage of the of the barrier draw, and, and she yeah she does have um, she does have good gate speed when we want to use it. Um, so I think if she could get across and get to the peaks, um, and she can be in front around Penrith, I, I think that. Um, probably her go she quite she showed it a gate speed at Goldman and got in behind the leader and then dashed home but I think um tonight if she can lead I think she's probably um she's better off driven like that we take advantage of the good draws when they come along okay that's race three number three and then we move across to race number five another mare this time Max Legacy she's just got such a good record at Penrith this girl and despite the fact that she only won the the one race last season she was really really consistent so i'm sure she'll appreciate getting back to penrith this evening yeah she definitely loves running a second i think i looked the record up she's run 19 seconds or something in her career she ran into um antonio as a as a three-year-old here at menangle and i reckon she ran second to her three or four times in a row and and i mean if she wasn't around she probably goes close to winning a few nicer races but she is a very, very, um, she's a very um, like well-bred and good trying little horse. So she's um, she's always thereabouts and she always tries her best. Bit of a tricky draw for her, um, being over a mile. It's going to be quite difficult. She does have gate speed, and but there is a few faster ones drawn inside us as well. So um, I'll probably leave that one up to Jack and, and he can make up his mind there. How do you think she is best driven? Because she can be a little bit up and down in terms of her form to the eye. Sometimes when she's driven positively, she races really well, as she did in that uh, four-year-old mare's Breeders' Challenge heat. And then uh, sometimes she can be a little bit patchy when she's driven off the gate. Is she a mare that it's, a, uh, I guess, a bit of a wait and see? Or does she tell you at home when she's really on song? Um, yeah, she's a funny little... She's not very big, but she, she does... Um, she takes a bit to get fit and she sort of... She must hold a bit of weight inside, so sometimes she probably um, takes you into being a bit easy on her at home, and then she gets away from you quite fast. So um, I, I think with a few runs under her belt, she's probably better and, and positively driven when she's right. I think she goes um, she goes um, like quite well. She's got gate speed and she can lead and, and she can come off cover, but um, she had did have a start before Christmas, um, but probably was a bit underdone, and, and then she's trained on well and she's had a couple of um, probably private trials at home to, to get her match fitness back up but yeah she is a bit of a funny little horse to get a read on because yeah she's not very big so you don't want to go too hard with her but um, sometimes you got to be cruel to be kind so she she does take a bit of work and a few races under her belt to um to get up to that match fitness but um, I mean she's she's she trained well the other day when I worked her so 
she should be there. She's always honest and, and consistent, but we'll, we'll just have to see from the draw and where we end up. At this stage, you've just got the one runner on Saturday night back in 20s, a first emergency in the second race on the car. But in the last, you've got Ideal Escape engaged here. When he's good, he's very good, but we haven't seen him for the best part of a month. So uh, was it a case of just backing off, giving him a little breather, or, or what's the reasoning behind the uh, the month between runs through to Saturday? Yeah, so he races quite strong, and he and he's always up there. And he, if he's not in front, he's probably outside the leader. And he had a couple of really strong miles over uh, at Menangle before Christmas, and so we sort of gave him a week off. And then the track obviously closed at Menangle for the week between Christmas and New Year, so they missed a couple of meetings there. Which he's um, a big, strong, and up-going horse, so probably can't race at the smaller track. So um, that's probably the reason why. Um, he hasn't seen the racetrack for a little while uh, and then last week was 2300 metres which doesn't suit him so back to the mile this week and, and back to Menangle um, is probably his go he, he loves to race up on speed and he, he loves the mile so um, from the good draw on Saturday night he's, he's going to be there a bit is he forward enough to, to race, I guess, in that pattern that we expect from him? I guess he, he needs to be a pretty rock solid are you happy with where he's at despite having those few weeks between runs? Yeah, so obviously the benefit of training here at the training centre here at Menangle is we've got access to the racetrack. So, again, he's probably had a couple of uh, private trials here at home over the last couple of weeks since he hasn't been uh, at the races, which is not race fitness, but I think he's forward enough. And he just he races that hard on the speed that um, I, I do think he probably is even fractionally better, probably a little bit pressure. He's obviously got to have the fitness, but... He, um, he races himself into the ground when he does race, so um, I think a little freshen up and a break in a couple of weeks at home probably um, is not going to be the worst thing for him either. All right, that's race number eight, the last on Saturday night. Horse number two, Ideal Escape. A busy few days coming up, Cam, and no doubt looking forward to getting these uh, top-quality horses back into the barn as well for a big 2023. Appreciate your time this morning. No worries. Thanks, Brittany. Cameron Ross joining us there for On The Pace. So a comprehensive update with a few of uh, those top fillies. Now, uh, Mayor Steno and Peaceful as well. So we won't see Steno during uh, this Carnival of Miracles upcoming, but we will see Peaceful heading towards the New South Wales Oaks and we'll uh, keep an eye out for Dashing as well, the younger half-brother uh, to Peaceful by Art Major out of the great race mare Frith. So we'll keep an eye out for him over the next few weeks. Just another reminder, eight races tonight out of Penrith. The first gets underway there at 6.19. And then tomorrow, we've got the two cars of racing to look forward to, both Newcastle and Dubbo racing tomorrow evening. Plenty more on that over the next few days we'll catch you here on on the pace on sunday morning once more from 10 30 to recap what'll be a big night at menangle on saturday